Every day when I'm breathing, it's, it's, it's for us to go farther, you know? Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. Whenever something bad happens in the black community, I start getting calls. Calls from middle-aged white men that honestly just want to know how they can help. They want to know what to do. They want to better understand what's going on. Now, why, why do I get these calls? It's usually because I'm like the token black guy in their life and I'm their friend and I'm approachable and they don't know who else to talk to. But the other reason is because I spent years as a pastor and youth pastor serving young, single parent, African-American men. And I was introduced to them in middle school and I saw them all the way through graduating high school. And so I have a lot of experience serving people in the black community. And there were a string of really rough things that happened in the black community. And I started getting these calls and I'd have these conversations with these middle-aged white men. and. They, they were like, wow, I, I, I wouldn't have thought that the solution would be that way. That's interesting. And I know that some of them left kind of like in shock. And some of them were like, well, this doesn't help me do anything. Or they were like, this that just seems, I think they felt like it, it was impossible. And so I kept having these conversations and going, how do they actually think that, why is this a surprise to them what I think? And then one night I go to sleep and this idea comes to me of a book called how to kill a black man yes it's that book you cannot read at the airport unless you're black because people are going to think you're crazy and it was a way of looking at the problem because everyone's written a book about what to do but no one's talked about what not to do and how it's affected all community and so this book is about to be released and I wanted to release a podcast series as a way of warming people up to the book release so that we can see more people read it. And so this series, if you never buy the book, is meant to introduce you to the concepts that I believe are actually killing the black community, taken from the view of like someone that really wanted to ruin the black community, that wanted to kill a black man and really a black community. And so as you listen to this, obviously, you, I want you to know my heart before you start listening to this, because you could end up listening to episode one and going, this guy's crazy, ban this podcast. <laughs> I want you to know that I love the black community. My heart is for, I still think often of the young men that I spent time with. I'm, I'm in a text group with them and I just have a deep affection and I have a deep affection for my friends that are not black and I love them equally. And so I want you to listen to this podcast with an open mind, with an open heart, reserve judgment. And the principles that are in this book are timeless. They're meant for everyone. If you follow these principles, I really do believe you'll have a healthier mind, just a healthier outlook on life, and you'll be more prepared. And so the reason I think so many people want to share these concepts, these principles with them, we're kind of in shock or we're in awe is because I really do believe that 
what actually changes a community isn't easy. It's not a 10 step process. It's really simple, but it's not easy. It's love. And the reason most people will not actually see their lives take on new meaning and improve or even jump into the chaos that is any community that is in pain is because of one really simple thing. And that's that love is the hardest part.